There's an exciting treatment option for people diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, essential tremor, and dystonia. Coming up, we explore deep brain stimulation, or DBS, with one of the nation's top experts. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Cheryl Martin. With me this episode is Dr. Bradley Heiner, a neurologist and the neurologic director of the Deep Brain Stimulation Program at Dignity Health's Ventura Neuroscience Center and St. John's Hospital in Oxnard, California. Dr. Heiner, thanks for being on. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I understand you developed one of the largest and most active programs specializing in DBS. So what is deep brain stimulation? Cheryl, deep brain stimulation is a wonderful new addition to our our treatment armamentarium, so to speak, in the management of disorders like Parkinson's disease, essential tremor, and dystonia. These are all movement disorders, and that is my area of expertise. Deep brain stimulation is a great option for those folks where really taking more pills is just not the answer. Unfortunately, these conditions oftentimes don't respond as as well as we would like them to to medications. And having this as a treatment option has opened a whole new window for these folks. It gives them a new lease on life, and we're excited to be able to offer it here at St. John's Regional Medical Center in Oxnard. It sounds exciting. So how does it work? Deep brain stimulation in a nutshell is it's like a pacemaker for the brain. People are well aware of pacemakers for the heart. Well, in this case, it's actually a very similar type of battery. It goes under the everything's under the skin. You can't see it. The battery is about the size of a pack of matches. And then underneath the skin is a wire or we call it the lead which then is placed directly into the spot in the brain that's causing the problem for each of those conditions. And we know exactly where to find that target, that spot with highly refined techniques, including something I do in the operating room called microelectrode recording, where we can identify the borders of this target within less than a millimeter, really, of accuracy. And once we place this lead or electrode And bear in mind, it's about the thickness of a strand of spaghetti, so we're not in there digging around with a shovel. It's very fine-tuned. And once we get that lead placed in the sweet spot, so to speak, and we activate the battery, the improvement is just remarkable. And I've seen so many cases. Actually, I've done probably around 800-plus cases over the past 20 years now. So this is a technology which is tried and true. It's been tested. It's not experimental. and in the right people, it works. Speaking of the right people, is there an ideal patient for DBS? There are criteria that we use to identify who is going to benefit and who would not, because we certainly don't want to be doing this type of procedure on a patient where we can't feel confident that it's going to really make a difference. So I do the intake, I do the evaluation, I make sure about the diagnosis, one of the things that falls in my lap is to make sure, is this the right person for this this procedure? And when I feel like I've gone through my personal process, and if I tell a patient and their family, they're so important, 
that I think this procedure is going to make a big difference in their lives, I can feel confident that at the end of the day, uh, they're going to be really happy with the results. Are you able to share some of the things you're looking for? Well, the things that we look for, the criteria to assign patients to this procedure are dependent upon which of those three diagnoses. So for Parkinson's disease, it's one set of criteria. For essential tremor and dystonia, different because there are different conditions. But let's mm-hmm. talk about Parkinson's, but Parkinson's being the most common population that this procedure helps. And we want to see a person who's of sound mind and sound body. So, you know, really you're talking about, and bear in mind, there is no age discrimination here. The oldest patient that I've personally done was 86 years old, but he was a very good 86. And so, you know, we want to make sure that the patient's in good physical and mental health. We don't do this procedure if a patient has dementia which does occur in some patients with Parkinson's, certainly not all, uh, and certainly not most Parkinson patients, but we want to check a patient cognitively, and we have some testing that we may do. And there are some other things we want to make sure in Parkinson's, in any case, that they are at some point in their course or their career with their Parkinson's, that they are responsive to levodopa. And once we've determined that, indeed, they are levodopa responsive, and it may only be for a half hour or an hour where they get a good response, but we want to see them change from not doing well to doing well with a dose of levodopa, even if it's just for a short period. Levodopa responsiveness is very important, and I assess that personally. If a patient is not levodopa responsive, then it makes me wonder, well, maybe this patient doesn't have Parkinson's disease, but maybe it's one of the Parkinson mimics. And there are a number of those, and I've seen so many so many patients over the years that I can make that determination really within one hour, a one-hour visit with me. I'm usually able to say, at least on a preliminary basis, that this is a procedure that's going to help you, or I'm, I'm sorry, but this is not the right procedure for you. Now, you mentioned something I'm not familiar with when you said they need to be something responsive. Can you just explain what that is? Sure. This is specific for Parkinson's, mind you, not the other conditions, essential tremor dystonia, but specifically for Parkinson's. Parkinson's disease, the symptoms of Parkinson's disease are the result of a loss of a chemical called dopamine in the brain. And we still don't know why a person loses their dopamine. It's not usually a, a genetic condition, mind you. It it may run in families, but that's rare. Usually Parkinson's happens at this point. We don't know what the causation is. Is it something in the environment? or We just don't know. But in any case, we know what happens, which is the brain is not making enough dopamine. So the way that we help them make dopamine is with a medication called levodopa. Okay. And there are, uh, there are others, but levodopa is the main one. And we want to see that they have a response at some point to a dose of levodopa. And I, I take care of that. Patients don't have to worry about, you know, what's the right thing as far as levodopa responsiveness. So that's my job. Okay. So how does DBS affect the long-term management of neurological disorders? Well, that's really where the the remarkable news happens. 
DBS basically pushes a person's Parkinson's back five to 10 years. Mm. You know, we expect to be able to cut their medications on average in half. So 50%, they don't need 50% of what they're taking, which is a, a godsend for a lot of folks to not have to take so many pills. And there is more recent research that suggests that deep brain stimulation may actually slow the progression of Parkinson's disease. So what a wonderful thing. We're, we're able to help your symptoms right away. And I mean, it happens. We, I see it in the operating room almost as soon as we turn the DBS on. So they get symptom improvement, but there is a suggestion that it may actually improve the long-term course and prognosis of the disease. That's wonderful. Yep, yep. So how can a patient explore this breakthrough treatment further, Dr. Heiner? I recommend that they ask their personal physicians about obtaining a consultation or referral to me. I don't require, however, a physician referral. It's nice to have, it's good to have past medical records, but honestly, they can see me directly. Just make a phone call to my office at 805-988-2775. That's 805-988-2775. And I will see a patient even if they don't have a doctor's referral. Anything else you want to add on this breakthrough treatment? I love how you described it, the pacemaker for the brain. Yes, it's just, it's, you know, there have been a couple of breakthroughs in the world of Parkinson's disease. The first was actually the, the advent and the introduction of levodopa, the medication I just discussed. That occurred in 1968 or 69, and it's been the mainstay of therapy. The second revolution of deep brain stimulation uh, occurred in the late 1990s. It was approved for essential tremor in 1998 and for Parkinson's in 2001. So uh, it's been around. It's been tried and true. It's a wonderful option for many patients. Quite simply, when more pills is not the answer, come see me. Dr. Bradley Heiner, thanks so much for sharing with us about this breakthrough treatment, DBS. My pleasure. Once again, you can call Dr. Heiner for a DBS consultation at 805-988-2775 or go to DignityHealth.org slash PHC. That's DignityHealth.org slash PHC and click on Ventura Neuroscience. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with others. And thanks for listening to this episode of Hello Healthy a Dignity Health Podcast.